It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Buff Nation! Let's go! The boys are back. Yes, sir. Oh, man. In more ways than one. Yes, very much so. It's been a, a pretty exciting holiday weekend, actually. Really fun. Yeah, great weekend. All weekends should be three days. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Let's make this uh, a national law here. Uh, we're it's so p- funny. On Sunday, it kind of feels like a Saturday, right? Right. But because of the length of the weekend, I turned out, I was like, it feels like a Sunday. She was like, it is one. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we're presented by Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot, my go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Uh, very eventful weekend, lots of stuff to get to, and we start off with uh, what happened on Friday evening. I mean, literally, right from the get-go, this show kind of ended and news just started piling on, basically. Yep, but yep. Shiloh Sanders, officially a buff. Let's go, baby. I'm not going to be sitting here saying, we knew this was happening, this isn't actually <laughs> exciting. No, doesn't matter when it happened, this is exciting. Shiloh's a dog. He is absolutely going to be a, an addition to this defense. Um, he happens to be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> what I would describe as like an elite locker room guy, just a guy that you love to have around, always cracking jokes. He's been around a little bit. Now he gets to be around in a full-time capacity. Um, like I said, I saw a lot of people kind of downplaying this. Like, oh, wow, big shocker. Right. I don't want to look at it that way. Of course it isn't surprising. But it is awesome, and now it's official. It is official. He is the... Seventh, eighth safety joined this roster. Roderick Ward, Tre- uh, Trevor Woods, of course, been there, but Miles Slusher, Cam Silman Craig, Travis J, Vito Tisdale, and Jaden Milliner Jones, now with Shiloh Sanders. And he dropped this fire commitment video. This video. Shout out John smacks. Snelson, too. Yes, yeah, Snells went in on this. And I told you, what's the delay? He's probably working on something sick. There it is. Yep. This um, pops. Saw him walk by his uh, mannequin outside the locker room. Yep. And then here he is, middle of Folsom Field. But Shiloh, um, last year, I don't really have last year's stats because he was kind of hurt last year. Didn't really play a whole bunch. Um, But in 2021, second team all SWAC. Tied for second in the SWAC with four interceptions. Made 39 tackles. One and a half tackles for a loss. Um, of course, at South Carolina for 2019-2020 from Texas, Trinity Christian. He officially joins the squad, though, and this is uh, him in uniform. It just mm. looks right, doesn't it? It sure does. The 2-1, the all-white, just all-around fantastic work by all involved. Yeah, he looks cold right there. And again, another sign 
of what they're going to be wearing week one yep. at TCU. Um, We've seen Travis in them. Well, exactly. Shador. And remember, there was a time where like Coach Prime was talking about uh, uniforms, and he like mentioned like, "Yeah, I've been talking to Shiloh and Travis." Yeah, like as if like they're the authorities, and, and I think Shador. Uh huh. Like they're the authorities on uniforms. Yep, he looks good already, man. I can't wait. So he joins uh, an absolutely loaded safety bunch. Does he start right away? Hmm. I'll say yes. Um, the experience, I think, goes a long way. Um, the speed, they want to put speed on that field. Um, the, for lack of a better term, dog mm -hmm. that he possesses, that he brings to the field, the fear that he in, uh, strikes into his opponents, all of that stuff is something that if you're trying to set a tone, you want that guy in the field. So I think that he does start in a safety rotation that is going to be vast. Yes. A lot of guys rotating in and out, depending on the set, um, depending on, you know, if you just had to chase down a nine ball that got overthrown, hit the sideline, next guy in, fresh legs. Um, so, yeah. But I, I think he does. First play of the game against TCU, I think he's on the field. Um, I think so too. I think he adds a bit of range to this defensive or to the safety group. Um, not that there aren't guys on here that do have range, but um, you add him in with Trevor Woods. That's a fast physical safety duo immediately off the bat. Yeah, and it could be anyone. It could be Trevor. Could be Slush. Yep. It could, could be, be Vito. Vito. Just, the options are endless. Endless. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, literally, it's going to be a rotation six at least maybe even more uh depending on what you do with uh you know the rest of the cornerbacks or you know if you move brendan gaunt to kind of safety linebacker do the same mm -hmm. with trevor with cam i think it's Gant. all these guys gant gaunt <laughs> i i never i can never win i'm sorry <laughs> sometimes you just it's like the most obvious <laughs> gant well uh, <laughs> so the long a's have been getting me in trouble <laughs> with names such as so, I don't know all the uh, all the cities in Georgia and stuff. Uh, that we, okay, right. So I figured, all right, I got to throw <laughs> the long A on it. And now that. you're telling me no. I love that. All right, um, but yes, the rest of the team has showed up in Boulder. Uh, maybe not everyone, but most of them are here. And Coach Prime met with them on Sat Sunday. Saturday, I can't remember which. Oh, man. I think Sunday. So they were all arriving. I mean, we saw all the tweets, um, tons of guys showing up. Uh, we'll talk about Carmani in a second. But um, it was another fired up team meeting, really setting the tone. Yeah, so I have a couple takeaways. The first takeaway, tell me if you noticed this, Jake. Coach Prime's spitting a little differently yeah. with this new group. Yep. Um, and I, I felt that in the first five seconds of his address, uh, to me, I'm, I'm guessing here, but it's like, this is the, this is the group. Mm -hmm. So, so things are going to sound a little differently. Yeah. Um, in the early videos I look back on, it's kind of like he's talking to a few guys Yeah. and knowing that there's a lot of people in here who aren't going to be here. The, the fire that he spoke to this group with was like, playtime is over. 
No more looking around to see, is this guy going to be here next week? This is the squad, and we have no time for games. Yep. So it is go time. Like, even the speed at which he was was speaking to these guys was, was like, turned up a notch. Everything was just turned up a notch from Coach Prime, and that fired me up to see because I'm just like, oh, man, like, as we get closer to September 2nd, like, Coach Prime has – higher levels yep. that he can go to <laughs> there's levels to this aren't yes. there? um Alyssa, you can get that video ready um but again i had the same takeaway as you uh just watching him speak to this team as you said it wasn't a lot of like well it's not going to be a lot of the same it was more like him being like i'm counting this is it yes you guys got to step up here like yes. um he talked about the expectations and everything go ahead and throw that on Alyssa. this goes yeah Not just to be successful, to win it all. That's the way we think. We didn't just bring you in here to just, to just compete. We brought you in here to dominate. Am I right or wrong? Is there anything about me, any sense of life that I give you that I'm not here to dominate? We're not just here to win. We're here to dominate. I don't like the question, what you think the record going to be? Well, shoot, I really want to say we're going to win it all. Because that's the way I think. But that gets controversial. Then I put y'all on the hook. And I don't know if y'all built for that right now. We're going through the summer to see if you built for that. Who built for it? Who built for it? Now, who built to ride with me? Who built to get with me? Who built to talk that talk and walk that walk? Who is built like that? Like, not put some music under that. Yeah, we're just getting started. For that, sure. was a, that was just bars on bars, <laughs> yes. especially the last part. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. Just like. He just, all right, boop, yep. one notch up. We get to, you know, fall camp, another notch. Yep. And then I don't know what it's going to look like, the pregame speech before TCU. <laughs> Clint's right. The reading glasses, do you take it to the next level? Dude, the clear frames, <laughs> yeah. kind of hard. <laughs> For real. Yeah, I like those. I saw them immediately. I was like, oh, he's wearing some weird, like, tinted sunglasses. I was like, no, those are regular, just, he's reading glasses, just, those are that's sick. straight from his office down to the meeting room type of stuff. I you love know what it, I, mean? I love everything about it. That might be my favorite 30 seconds from Coach Prime yep. so far. And, I mean, he just had the question from whatever that meeting was um, with, uh, I don't know, boosters or whatever it was that were asking him questions last week, and they asked him about the record, and he came yep. back to it in this speech. Yeah. Um, I just love it, man. He's setting the expectations pretty high, though, with what he's saying. Well, and it's true. Like, that's the hardest thing and why I would never ask a coach or even a player, what do you think your record's going to be this year? Yeah. Because you you should never, as a player, go into a game thinking you're going to lose. Um, I, I won't name names here, but when I was in school, one of the players was having a party on Saturday night. So the game they, were, they had a game on Saturday. They're having a party on Saturday night and they put out a Facebook invite, you know, that back when that was a thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and on the invite, it said party at the crib after we lose to Oregon, drink our sorrows away. Now, again, Oregon's number two in the country. Right. And we were ass. Mm-hmm. So was he right? Of course. They, I think they lost like 44 to two. But I told him, I was like, can you imagine if your coach saw this man? Mm-hmm. Like. It would break his heart. Yeah. You got to believe. So no no time should a player 
ever go into a game thinking they're going to lose. No time should a coach ever going into a game thinking they're going to lose. So when you ask them that, it's just such a weird question. And Coach Prime is right. He wants to turn around and say, what, how many games are we going to win? 14. 12-0. and 0, <laughs> College football semifinal and the college football championship. Yeah. Like, that's what that's the way you have to think. That's the way you should think. But he's right that that just becomes a headline. Coach Prime sets the expectations. 12-0 and 0 or nothing. Right. Whatever it may be. And then... He's right. He puts the players on the hook yep. to be able to back that up. And who knows if they're ready for that yet, as he said. But it's a weird thing to ask. And I realize this wasn't a media member asking. It was just a, you know, a fan or a booster or whatever. And, of course, everyone wants to know the answer to that right. question. <laughs> but it's, it's an impossible task to answer because no, you can't be really – you can't be right. Even if he said, well, well I think we're going to go eight and four. Yeah, it's a lose-lose situation. Coach Prime admits – Buff's not good enough to win at least four four of their games, you know, whatever it <laughs> Buff's may be. not Pac-12 contenders in yeah, 2023, yeah, according exactly, to Coach Prime. Exactly. Uh, who is your favorite coach's speech? I got to go Coach Brew. <laughs> you love you some Coach Brew. Dude, he gets me so fired up, man. <laughs> oh, man. Coach Hart had a great one. Yeah, I always I see, like, Coach Hart's my guy. Yeah. When he talks, I listen. Mm -hmm. Also, the fit he wore to the cookout. Yeah. 10 out of 10, no notes. Yeah, beautiful. It's a, I saw that real quick, and I was like, who is this? Yes, <laughs> you look like 20 years younger. Yeah. Uh, but Coach Brew was great. Um, bring in the smoke, he said. Yep. No more cooling. Yep. Uh, Andre Hart, I can't remember the quote, but, man, it was a great quote. Uh, I thought Coach Kelly was great. Coach Williams was good. Yep. Uh, Coach Lewis was you loud and quick. You know who also I loved? Better than the first one? Who? OB. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was only 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. But he was fired up. <laughs> he was spitting. I loved it. Uh, the players got involved too. And this was, I loved this because you could tell, I mean, what we just talked about when Coach Prime was talking to the team, I mean, even back in December when it surely wasn't all of his guys, but you go back to, I don't know, just the past spring of those team meetings and stuff and how he was speaking. He would like point out guys, you know, and like have them speak to the team. Yeah. But this is the first time he really did it like differently. And he had these players like representing pillars of the team, like the foundation yes. of the team. Loved that. Um, so we started with smart. So we have smart, tough, fast, disciplined character. And then we have strength also at the end. Mm. Um, smart, though. Shador Sanders. Absolutely fitting, of course. Per yep. Um, I mean, the epitome of a smart football player. He not just you know being smart on the field and being smart in your habits and being smart off the field but legitimately understanding football at a core foundational level and also at a complex phd like level that's shador sanders yep um also i love how he gave the little jab to the defense uh halfway through mm -hmm. saying that they're gonna give it to them on the field but um yeah man Having this guy lead your football team, you must feel pretty good about him. I mean, my gosh, he's grown. He is grown. And in a sport that it no, maybe even more than the NFL, eh, maybe a little less than the NFL. The NFL is probably, the, being a quarterback in the NFL is probably the single most important position in sports mm -hmm. by a long shot. But college football, right behind it. Yep. The most important position Arguably the best player on the team. Certainly the smartest player on the team in terms of football acumen. Yep. 
right in the conversation, hardest working player on the team, and right there with talent level with anyone. It's been a long time coming for the Buffs to have a QB like this. And uh, that, to me, excites me more than anything. Uh, for tough, who better than the guy who's going to play, I don't know, 95% of snaps in uh, the TCU game? Says he's not going to come off the field uh, in a video that came out not too long ago, but Travis Hunter. What if all of his talk... Is he playing more corner? Is he playing more wide receiver? And he just plays all of just both. Just never comes <laughs> off. Plays, what is that, 120 plays in a game? I mean, he says, I never get tired. You watch those ba- those videos of him hooping. He, you know, barely breaks a sweat. Killing all those kids. Mm-hmm. He could do it. Yep, Ajo with the comment, Travis wasn't playing. He said, if you're not bringing it, don't come on the field. I mean, that's one of the leaders of this team. Setting the tone like that, man, that's huge. Yep, and not to jump ahead too far, but Shane Cox mm-hmm. talking about uh, accountability. Yes. And that's where Shane Cox has to play, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of, I don't know, con or um, <laughs> I'm, he needs to back up what Travis is saying. Right. Travis needs to back up what Shane is saying. So if Travis says, don't come on the field if you're not going to bring it, and you see a guy take a playoff, don't make Coach Prime or Coach Hart or Coach OB yell at that guy. Yeah, You go let him know. Mm-hmm. It means so much more when it comes from a player saying, hey, dude, that's unacceptable. We're trying, like, that doesn't live up to our standard. Same thing if you see, you know, uh, like what I was talking about, or you see a guy who's trying to go out on Friday night yeah, and you, like it's on you to be like, hey, that's not what we do here, um, and it feels like that this team has the foundation of players to be able to do that, to be able to hold each other accountable, to be able to make sure that everyone upholds the standard at all times. And again, if that comes from the players, it means a lot more. Every, you played sports; you get yelled at by your coaches all the time. Mm-hmm. So at some point, it's it it loses its luster a little right. bit. If Travis Hunter comes up to you on the sidelines and says, hey, I saw you jog on that play. That's not what we do here. Yep. That hits. That yep. cuts deep. Absolutely. And it's I love what he's what Coach Prep is doing because it's really like an NFL team where he's trying to make it player-led. Like yep. you have your captains, basically, mm-hmm. and these are the guys who are going to lead you, I mean, into battle. These are the guys that you're going to play alongside, but these are going to be the guys you look to on the field yep. um, in all these situations. So, yeah, Shane Cooks was disciplined, talked a lot about uh, accountability, all that stuff. I mean, this guy was all Ivy League second team in 2021, played football at Dartmouth. You know, you have to be smart to get into that school. I mean, a great leader for this team. Fast was Jimmy Horn. He talked fast and he played fast yep. and he was in and off of the, I don't even want to say podium, but from in front of the team. Yep, on the stage, off the stage. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> um, it was, yeah, that was a good one from him, too. What did Coach Prime say to him at the end? I'm, he made a joke. I missed it. I, can't, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was a great one. And then uh, we didn't see his speech. I wish we'll, we'll get him to talk about it when he's here. Um, but right after Shane Cokes spoke. Who's discipline? Discipline was Shane Cokes. Okay. Smart, fast, tough, discipline with character. With character. So right after Shane Cokes in Bucky's video, you could see it flash character. 
And under there, it said Cam Silman Craig, but we didn't get to see the speech. Would have loved to see it. But yeah, um, we will have to ask him about it. Yeah. From what Neely has told us, I mean, he embodies character, and Coach Prime agrees. Yeah. Love that. A lot of my guys up there on the podium. There are. <laughs> Actually, wait. So there's five? There's Three of my guys, two of your guys, right? Six. We get to the, the last one. Strength, and that was Tyler Brown. That's a new one. It, it is a new one. I, didn't, I don't know if it was the same pillars of the team. It was in uh, Darius's video. Okay. Um, but he kind of went up to Tyler Brown in the locker room oh. and then asked him about the speech that he gave to the team. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, it's a good thing I didn't catch it. <laughs> but he kind of echoed the same sentiments that uh, Shane Coax did. A lot of talk about accountability, you know, um, just doing everything. I mean, discipline, really. What you do when people aren't watching, how you treat each other in the weight room, how you treat like your weight room uh, regiment, like yeah. all that stuff is what he was talking about. By the way, with that comment, Coach Prime would fit in well on a Friday show with Neely and us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I mean, six players from what we saw, it could have been more, but six players spoke to the team. These six guys feel like amazing leaders for this football team. Yes, captains, leaders, whatever they want to put on the on the uh, on the uniform. Feels like, as of now, those would be the guys with it. I almost wonder if you could do like a an acronym like smart, tough, fast, discipline with character, mm -hmm. and that's what you put on the jersey. That'd be dope. Yeah, I love that. Um, another note that came through on Friday afternoon: we talked a lot about Miles Rouser, former Campbell safety, had to see you in a top six. I told you I thought NMSU was in there for real, yep. and he committed to them. Good for them. Good for him. Gets to play with his brother. Never knock a guy for that. We obviously have the safety depth. For sure. Uh, shout out to Shady Rays. It was a beautiful weekend here in Denver. The sun was out. Um, wish we could have gone to that camp today and also utilized those Shady Rays. but We'll hear about it from Neely. We will. We'll get him back on the show very soon. Um, Polarized lenses, extremely durable uh, frames. If you don't like your pair or they break, Shady Rays will replace, replace them. No questions asked. Um, still, guys, you can cash in on this Memorial Day sale. If you go to ShadyRays.com, you can get all of their sunglasses for 35% off. You have until, I believe, tomorrow. So jump on that deal. And you can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then Shador's number two. I made some more chicken and barbecue chicken over the weekend, man. Let's go. It just never fails. Shador's, is, it's literally one of the best barbecue sauces I've ever had. I love it. Yeah. I will keep buying it. Like, it's just like, as soon as it runs out, yep. new bottle. Uh, you can I get your... I literally was thinking as that as I was pouring it over my chicken, I was like, damn, I don't want to use too much. I'm like, I'll just get another bottle. <laughs> I've had the same thought because I've already used more than half the bottle. And I was like, damn, already? It's like, well, go yep. to plbse.com, use the code all city, and you'll get 10% off your order. Shador's number two. Um, and then one more uh, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. We have a finals opponent, Ryan. Finally. Uh, Chad, where you at, man? Who's that? Is that our heat? Chad, uh, that's our heat, heat fan. fan. Yep. I wish I could hate the heat the way that I hate the Lakers. Felt yeah. good to hate a team that much and then beat them. Um, but I'm excited for this, man. It couldn't have gone better. Oh, they get I, dragged all the way to seven and win the series anyway. <laughs> I tweeted it out. I was like, it had to feel like they were drowning. Yeah. And then like at the last second, they got their head above water. Just like gasp of air, just barely survive. That can't be comfortable. Then, you know, 
obviously rest rust is always the conversation right but like the nuggets have just been chilling practicing getting in the film room healing mm-hmm. the heat didn't even get to go home they went straight from boston to denver they're here right that's now. that's insane that, i love it though and and i i'm not gonna overlook the heat i respect the heat um they are here for a reason and every time They've gone into any series. Everyone says, well, this matchup, that matchup, the other matchup, they can't overcome it. Yeah. And somehow they keep doing it. So that's what scares me about them. Yep. Um, nothing but respect for that, man. Spolster is a hell of a coach. Yes. Jimmy Butler is just insane sometimes. Yes. Um, but yeah, game six, you had to have uh, your heart in your throat. You literally go from celebrating to like, no, no, you got to play another game, bro. Yeah, dude, that, and honestly, the mental toughness. It for takes sure. to overcome that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and come right back. And that was weird after game six. Because, like, I didn't really care who we played. But I wanted the home court advantage. That was the tiebreaker for me. Right. So, eventually, I, like, I was rooting for the heat in each of these games. Yeah. And then my boy, Derek White. I know. Gets the tip in. And I'm just, like, <laughs> such a wave of emotions. I'm like, oh, my God. That's so sick. He, like, has a legendary moment in Celtics history. I like, in one of the more rich histories. And then I'm like, but damn. I want that home court advantage. Yeah. Like, going back and forth. But. Shout out to Derek White, man. He was amazing for the Celtics all playoffs. A great buff. Uh, a great representative of Colorado hoops. Yes. Um, I don't want to over, overlook anyone, but maybe the best since Chauncey Billups mm-hmm. in terms of a representative of Colorado hoops on the big stage. Um, and I mean like the state, not just the, the, right. uh, the, the school. Um, so super happy for him that he had that moment. Also bummed for him that that he didn't, you know, they couldn't get it done in that final game, even though he was he played well. Um, but heat it is. I mean, Derek White almost had one of the all time NBA plays if Boston wins Game Seven. Yes, 100%. I mean literally, like one of the greatest plays of all time. First team ever to come back from down three zero, and it would have been him that saved. Them. Yeah, like obviously it's a whole thing with four four different wins, but. That would have been the moment that everyone remembered. Um, All right. We just used that as an excuse to talk basketball for three minutes. So shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. (laughs) (laughs) Come hang out at the DMVR bar on Thursday for game one of the NBA finals. It's going to be absolutely wild here. Um, We've got everything from Breck Brew, Mile High City Golden Ale, Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky, you name it. Uh, You can also find out where Breckenridge Brewery is near you by using their beer locator. Go to www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. Chad says heat and five, and I know he doesn't <laughs> believe that. Um, okay, uh, just a few things before we move on. Do, do we have a hard out today? Because I feel like this could be a longer one. Uh, one. Oh, okay, we're good. All right. So I don't think we saw Cormani this weekend. Yeah, it sounds like he still has a week or so before he's going to get on campus. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I heard. Yeah, uh, I got a lot of questions about that this I'm weekend, sure, and yeah. I didn't know what to say. So yep. there you go. Um, but the cookout, man, good vibes. Good to see everyone back. Good to see Dylan back. Good to see Darius back, all these guys. But also the new faces. We mm-hmm. saw uh, our guy Arden Walker, uh, Derek McClendon, Smoke was there, uh, Kavassia Smoke. Yep. Um, Adam Hopkins was in a video. Uh, Kofi Taylor Barracks I saw. Yeah. It's like hard to keep track of all the new faces. I know. It was nice that they kind of did a little like intro sequence where yeah. they were kind of saying their names mm-hmm. and introducing themselves. Jaquez, I think we saw too. Yep. Um, so it's it's just exciting. It's great to see like all these people actually together now. And man, now they just lock themselves in the lab and go to work, go to work for the next two months, basically. Yep. 
All right. Uh, Brian Howell again talked to Rick George on Friday. I think this is the first time Rick George has actually spoke in since the press conference introducing Coach Prime. Probably, yeah. It's been a long time. Jay says Cormani says June 11th. So there you go. It's like two weeks. June 11th. But um, he hasn't spoken in a while. And Colorado's name has been thrown out quite a lot when it comes to the Big 12, realignment, all this stuff. Um, so I clipped this video from Brian's uh, interview on Friday. He said something very notable. All right, let's hear it. Well, look, I mean, you got to believe about a third of what you see out there. And, um, you know, we're, we're members of the Pac-12. We're proud members of the Pac-12. And, um, you know, we've, we've got to see uh, where our media rights deal lands and, and uh, where our conference goes. And, you know, in a, in a perfect world, we'd love to be in the Pac-12. And, uh, but we also have to do what's right for Colorado at the end of the day. And, um, you know, we'll evaluate things as we move forward. So a little quiet there. Um, I quoted this. Rick George said, in a perfect world, we'd love to be in the Pac-12, but we also have to do what's right for Colorado at the end of the day, and we'll evaluate things as we move forward. Sounds like what I said about the Pac-12. A perfect world, sure. If the Pac-12 has their <laughs> shit together, I'd like to stay in the Pac-12. Well, on this, though, wouldn't a perfect world include USC and UCLA in the Pac-12? Yeah. We're not in a perfect world, man. Yeah, and and... The truth is, in a perfect world, we'd be in the Big Ten. True. Like, that's just the facts. Or the Pac-12 would have never become a, a shell of itself because of Larry Scott's dumbass. And maybe we would be the ones acquiring teams right. to compete with the SEC. But that ship has sailed. That dream is dead. And now, like Rick George said, it's his responsibility to do what's best for the University of Colorado, which in all likelihood is leaving the Pac-12 in one facet or another. Yep. Um, or another, I, should say. I mean, that's where all the reports that we keep seeing, like the smoke is just saying that Colorado, the big 12, we always hear that they're in talks, um, not just with the four corner schools, but like Colorado could be the first to bolt to the big 12. If this media deal comes through for the PAC 12 and it's not what they want it to be. Um, I mean, more than anything, Colorado is really getting a great understanding right now of what their brand is and how powerful it is. Yep. And they're not going to be lowballed. The Pac-12 comes in with a, a media deal that's not even close to the Big 12. I think CU's just gone. Yeah. And that's what the rumor is, is that, what like, I guess, like, $25 million was the number. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it's going to come in at 20 Again, just a rumor. Um, but if that's the case, Colorado has everything, you know, has every reason to say we're not playing under those conditions. Yep. We'll go somewhere that can treat us better. So stay tuned. I keep on seeing more and more reports. Um, we're not going to really talk about anything unless it's from something credible or concrete. Um, Brian Howell also threw out some stuff on, I believe this was, actually probably was Thursday. Or it was actually Friday. But uh, the numbers from some of the spring game stuff and from CU single game ticket sales last week came out. Short thread, so here we go. Colorado will turn a profit of about $200,000 from the April 22nd spring football game. CU generated about $343,000 in ticket sales and $143,000 in concessions. After expenses, it's about a $200,000 profit that the Buffs have never made from that event. 
In addition, CU generated about 123000 in revenue at the team store on the day of the spring game, which is the largest, in quotes, game day revenue on record for the program. Uh, Brian Howell finishes. Adding to the prime effects, CU sold 11,273 football tickets on Wednesday, the first day that single-game tickets went on sale. That's a record number of sales for one day at Colorado. I mean, just staggering stuff, and you start to put together what a game, a real game day oh, is yeah. going to look like. I mean, I'm I'm thinking two million dollar game days. You know, the general rule is like a million dollars. That's what it, it's worth to host a football game. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a sold out crowd that's hungry for merch, that you know is going to be having a good time. I'm thinking, and with the the way this uh, prices have gone up on single game tickets, thankfully for people like me, my prices didn't really go up. Right. For everyone else who didn't have their season tickets, the prices went up in a staggering amount. And so then you you're factoring in that profit. I'm thinking upwards of two million dollar game days. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, this is only the start. Obviously, imagine CU goes to Texas. Dare I say they win that football game, and then you come into Nebraska week, and the hype and excitement around the program, not only in Boulder but nationally, is yes. going to just drive these numbers through the roof. It really will. It really, really will. Um, I just like. Is there a cap? Like, is uh, how big can things get? Like, how, you know, obviously the tickets are eventually going to sell out, but the merch, like, they're probably missing a little bit of an opportunity with the fact that they've only put out that one line of Coach Prime merch. Right. Like, roll out a new one now. They got to have more coming, right? Yeah. All right. Um, the Colorado Rockies, Ryan. Oh boy! <laughs> I've done a pretty good job of avoiding having to talk about the Rockies. This, for I think a while. this is the first time I've had to do that on this show. Yeah, for sure. The Colorado Rockies um, are actually playing decent baseball. I think. Yeah, they're like a couple games under five hundred now, um, which is, I guess, great for them. <laughs> yeah. But on uh, Saturday, June tenth, Ryan, they're having an event, University of Nebraska Day, at Coors Field. Versus San Diego Padres. All right. So it's funny to me that this has now become such a point of rage because I was raging about this about five years ago when they did it the first time. (laughs) This is not the first time they've hosted Nebraska Day at Coors Field. And I was losing my mind about it the first time they did it. And it seemed like nobody cared. Now, of course, a little hype around the program. People are mad about this, as they should be, as they should have been back then. Um, In the end, it is a shameless, shameless money grab. Yeah. Shameless money grab from them because nobody wants to go to their games. uh, And so they're doing what they can to try to get people in the building. And what it really tells me is that they have research that tells them that so many people graduate from the University of Nebraska and say, I got to get the hell out of this place and move to Colorado (laughs) and come to Denver. And that's why this is a profitable idea for them. Um, So it's disgusting. It's deplorable. If you want to uh, (laughs) boycott the games because of it, I support it entirely. And I would back any mission to get them to stop doing this. But I'm just like, 
yeah, I was mad about this the first time they did it. They do, and they they have a CU one, a CSU do, one, yes. and a Nebraska one, and I think maybe a Wyoming one as well. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's gross. Eric Christensen of uh, CBS Four tweet, quote tweeted this: Will the Tigers have an Ohio State day? Would the Rangers have an OU day? Would the Indians have a Michigan day? Would the Guardians. Cardinals have a KU day? Well, that's his tweet. <laughs> his words. <laughs> no. This is just wrong on every level. Yeah, to me, someone in the comments said, why be mad? I'm sure there's a lot of Nebraska grads in the area. It's just business. To me, that it, it's not uh, like the team should be together. The team should be together. It, yeah. it would be like, I like those comps, but you could even go cross sport and say, you know, it would be the Broncos having a Lakers fan day right. or, uh, you know, that the Avalanche having a Chiefs fan day. Yep. Like you just don't do it. It's not or the Buffs having a Dodgers day. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't do it. In my opinion, um, it's it's about kind of like unity and state pride between the teams. I'm not expecting the Rockies to, you know, tweet out F Nebraska. Right. But it's a it's cringy at the very least. It's cringy. Yeah. Uh, and it's a money. It's a shameless money grab. That's what it really is. It really is. It sucks to see. Um, this I just saw this on Twitter. Xavier Mincy, uh, 2024 safety out of Daytona Beach, Florida, included the Buffs in a top ten. In that top ten, we have CU, Alabama, UCF. Tennessee, Florida State, Texas A&M, Miami, Florida, Ole Miss, and Penn State. <laughs> so another safety in the mix. Yeah, crazy safety. Someone said if the Texas Rangers had an O an OU day, all hell would break loose. I could only imagine. Yeah. So maybe we need to make all hell break loose. I'm just like, I wish we would have made all hell break loose when they started it. Now it's right. like a tradition for yeah, them. Yeah, they feel they can get away with it now. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see. The Rockies have uh, many issues to the problem uh, figure is, out. There's also there's so much apathy towards the Rockies. Yep. And when they started this, there was also a lot of apathy towards the Buffs. So like no one had enough like mm. no one had enough anger to like yeah. stir it up. All right, let's get to questions. Shout out to Fubo TV. 140 plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. Uh, you can watch the NBA Finals on Fubo TV and ABC. Let's go. You can start watching with a seven day free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. You also get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Uh, you can also watch F1. We got the French Open coming up, the NHL draft, of course, the finals, the Stanley Cup finals. Tons of stuff going on right now. Make sure you're covered with Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DMVR or scan that QR code on the screen to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Then shout out to the American Raptors at Infinity Park. If you didn't get the ticket, this, I'm just thinking of Neely reading this <laughs> down. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby may be your next ride. Um, they've got athletes from all over track and field, football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, playing at infinity park. Um, you can watch all the American Raptors games on ESPN plus tickets are just $10 and children under tw 12 and under are free. 
Also, make sure to check out our DMVR Rugby podcast hosted by, hosted by our guy, Colton Strickler. And then finally, shout out to Illegal Pete's. This episode of Illegal Pete's is brought to you. This episode. Episode of the DMVR Buffs <laughs> Got podcast. Got Illegal Pete's on the mind. I do have Illegal Pete's on the mind. It's brought to you by Illegal Pete's. Um, it's patio season. I think every Illegal Pete's has a patio. Pretty good one at that. Yep. You can go enjoy a marg or a beer bucket. Uh, five 16-ounce beers for $15. Steel. Absolute steal. Uh, make sure you guys check out Illegal Pete's when you come through, too, and, and visit this fall. I mean, I told Neely it was the best burrito in town, and I think he kind of agreed. He uh, really enjoyed it. Yes, I think he loved it just as, oh, just as much as we do, maybe almost as much eh, as we do. Maybe I, don't I, know. I like it quite a lot. Yeah. I don't know. For sure. A um, lot, lot of trolls in the comments today. Just got to say. Notice that, yeah. Shout out to the trolls. Every view counts the same. Yep. Uh, they've been help they've, us boost those numbers up. You talked about Coach Prime turning it up a notch. Yep. With that, I think the trolls turned it up yeah, a notch. Yeah, they're getting more and more insecure. They really are. <laughs> it's amazing how uh, they say they hate this team and hate him, but they spend a lot of time uh, following and talking about him. I know. I, I'm sorry for picking on the Lakers. I just they're the most <laughs> recent. Like I would never spend time listening to a Lakers podcast. Yeah. It's just weird. So weird. I can't wait to go home and fire up the Nebraska Cornhuskers podcast. Yeah, and like comment how they're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um, all right. What do we got? Daryl with the super chat. Appreciate you. He just says, go buff, silence the haters. Let's we agree. Go. Appreciate it. Thanks, Daryl. Uh, from Original, when is the new depth chart prediction coming? Also, of all the new incoming transfers, how many were five and four stars? Well, we'd have to look that one up. Um, well, two things. We'll do the the starters, projected starters show, the updated one here pretty soon. Yep. It's about to be time. Um, but also, I want to work on some graphics for, we did the outgoing guys. Let's kind of shift focus now and yep. do it on the guys coming in. Yes, absolutely. And it does feel, now that they're like having team meetings and stuff, Feels like this is the squad. Mm -hmm. It's probably uh, we're probably in the clear to do our depth chart prediction. Yep. Soon. Um, so stay tuned. It's coming. Appreciate the super chat also. Jimmy asking, has Zico committed yet? We would. I don't seen think it if he so. Did. We would have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> do not think so. Um, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what that name is. <laughs> what do you think about Bone? <laughs> I hear his name the most after Caleb Williams. I looked at Bo and Shudder's highlights, and I was more impressed with Shador's film. Your thoughts? I mean, you're, you were really low on Bo Nix going into last year. He turned you around a little bit. I, he was just so rough at Auburn, and that, some of that did carry over. But at Oregon, he's got more. He's got, a first off, a competent offense to play in. Yep. Good offensive line. He's got receivers. I mean, he does some stuff. He's got an arm. He can run. Um. I don't know how to – he's uh, not the, my favorite quarterback in the Pac-12, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you're asking the question, would I take Bo Nix or Shador Sanders, it would be it's Shador. not even close. With a bullet. Yeah, not even close. Sparky says, wonder if there will be a Coach Prime sighting at the finals, Nuggets in five. That would be sick. Um, It would be sick, but Coach Prime's got a lot of stuff coming up right now. Yeah. He's got, they Crazy got the man. camp today. They got all these high school camps going on. He's got to go to Atlanta and Texas – for those satellite camps they're going to have, and yep. I'm sure he's going to spend some more time out there too. 
And this is all within the next two weeks. So we'll right. see. Um, the chat, if anyone would know, it would be the chat. But I did some digging to find out if Coach Prime has an NBA team. It was fruitless. Really? I, didn't, I, I wasn't able to find out. Nothing, huh? Yeah. I can't remember. Like, I mean, I didn't watch Coach Prime. I was too young when he was playing. But I can't really remember him being ever in, like, a basketball jersey or, like, wearing a basketball hat or something, yeah. you know, walking into a game. Like, yeah. I mean, Florida boy, so... Heat, maybe. Magic. Maybe Orlando. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Someone, like I said, if anyone would know, the chat would. That just means he's open to being a Nuggets fan is what that I know. Is. That's what I was thinking. Uh, big TZ with the super chat. First play will be deep. Uh, notice all the quick outs they've been showing since spring. <laughs> a cornerback will bite on that first play trying to make a play. I love, I love the... Uh reading into the chess match of the clips that yep. are being shown on well the off. game theory of it yeah. all it's great um i would i mean we know that's coming in some form or fashion some cornerback's gonna bite on a speed out and it's gonna be a 70 yard jimmy travis touchdown it's gonna yeah, happen I, I have to imagine the first place going to travis yeah did in the spring game yeah that's true uh speaking of travis i need some advice on parking during the season, we weren't able to get parking with season ticks. Hmm. There's not a lot of great options, to be honest. Uh, show up early. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I don't know. You can park down. Uh, here's, here's my advice. It's what I did last year. Um, park over by the Taco Bell on Baseline and Broadway. Um, I think it's like 10 bucks. And then you just walk across campus. It's actually a beautiful walk through campus, kind of past the law building, past the basketball stadium, through a couple, you know, of the different quads and uh, up there. Like, just give yourself time because it is like a 20-minute walk. Yeah. But it's all through campus, all pretty view. So that's my advice. There you go. And if you get there early enough, you can beat the people who collect the 10 bucks. <laughs> Even better advice. <laughs> Uh, key, which freshman defender besides Cormani do you all see having the biggest impact? We picked two uh, freshman linebackers in our uh, second round of the My Guys draft. Yep. No, that was the Dark Horse draft. Or Dark Horse draft, that's what it was. Yep. You had Pearson, Morgan Pearson. Yep. And I took Kofi Taylor Barracks. Um, I think it's Barracks. Barracks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Who else would you even throw in there? Um... <laughs> What defender besides Cormani? It's just so hard for D freshman D linemen, unless you're just a stud yep. to make an impact. Who's our 6'4 guy? The Oh, Victory is a big yep. Victory Johnson. Yeah. Could be him. We'll see. It's going to be tough for freshman defenders to crack the rotation, yep. to be honest. Uh, maybe Carter Stoutmire? Yeah. We'll find out. Um, Pio's asking where Cormani is. Home. He's at home. He'll be here shortly. Mac Mill wants to know uh, how you feel about Shiloh's commitment video. It's 10 out of 10, no notes. <laughs> um, incredible work by John Snelson, who has sat in that very chair. Yes, he has. Uh, so if you want to learn more about him and you haven't seen it, just type in. I bet if you just typed in DNVR John Snelson into your YouTube search bar, it would pop up for you right at the top. Yeah, probably. Um, Super, super great content creator, especially when it comes to videos. Um, and I think the ultimate stamp of approval 
that Shiloh went to him to have him oh, help yeah. him with that. Yeah. They must have been cooking that up for a while, too. Yes, for sure. Um, shots of Shiloh in the rain and everything. There's it a good one. Great. You could park at the Dark Horse and walk over. I've done that many times. Um, but you'll be tailgating with us. Yep. <laughs> well, you probably walk right by it if you park at the Dark Horse, That's right? That's true, depending on where we are. Um, we'll figure that out. Anything right. else? I think that's all we got. That was a good show. It was. Banger. Uh, I'm excited, man. It's just great seeing the team all in there. I mean, there's so much YouTube content that came out over the weekend that I haven't even got to it all. I know. I felt uh, like this show was emblematic of uh, our excitement. We got our energy back. For sure. For sure. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Skull Buffs. Skull Buffs.